0: Welcome to the R&R Experience Podcast. My name is Raquel, not Rachel. The other host is Regina, not Regina. We are two friends who decide to get together and talk about life. We feel like life is better when it's shared. So we'll cover lots of different topics. We'll talk about relationships, dating, sex. We'll talk about politics, pop culture, mental health, physical health. You name it, we're going to cover it. If this is your first time joining us, check out episode one, Meet the Host. You'll learn why am I called Raquel, not Rachel. Or why is she called Regina, not Regina? you learn more about who we are and what we stand for. Today, we have a wonderful episode for you. So thanks for joining. Enjoy. We are so excited you decided to join us today. Regina, how was your Mother's Day?
1: It was awesome. My boys did really, really good. My youngest gave me some CDs. He gave me a Steph Curry poster. Of course, he had a little note with it that said, better luck next year, because everybody knows that I'm a Warriors girl and my team did not make it to the next round. But that is okay. I'm okay with that. We'll be back next year. And he took me out to brunch. And then my oldest sent me, he knows me so well. He sent me this really cute, like cowboy, I guess, cowboy slash fedora hat. And it's bling. So anybody that knows me, I love anything bling. And then he gave me a little Texas emblem for my truck because, you know, I like to represent my kids. So Nice. Yeah. Very
0: Nice. I was worried about you. I did text you and I said, how are you feeling? How's it going? I'm a sports fan. So my team does not advance. I take it personal. I take a mental health day. So you're okay though.
1: Yes, I I am actually good. I'm looking forward to next season already, you know, starting to plan my trip for next year. Me and one of my girlfriends, we went to see them in California in March. So that was nice to be on home court at Chase Center. So we're trying to figure out, okay, where do we want to visit next year? So I'm looking very forward to the new season because I know there are going to be some changes, some good changes with our team. And we're going to be even better than we were last year.
0: Okay. Positive attitude. I like it. I like it.
1: So how was your Mother's Day?
0: My Mother's Day was good. It was wonderful, Regina. I did not go hiking, but what did not go hiking but I did one of my other favorite activities
1: okay I played tennis
0: with my oldest and that was wonderful and okay. that went in honor of my mom because she introduced me to tennis when I was younger oh, she okay. and my dad so I play tennis with my girls my youngest okay. is not into it as much but my oldest loves tennis okay so we did that it was a beautiful day yeah and, it was uh, so we we did that and then we went to see are you there god it's me margaret Okay, movie. how was that? It's based on a book by Judy Bloom.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: Judy Bloom, I read all of her books when I was younger. Okay. And she was a rock star in my life back in the day. And I told my kids about Judy Bloom
1: mm-hmm.
0: over the years. At first they were a little reluctant to go see it because they're like, Mom, what is this about? Is there gonna be any good? <laughs> <laughs> but they decided to go. And I was sitting in the middle of them and I was holding her hand. That movie was so good. Regina. Okay. You have to go see it. It really speaks to coming of age. It talks about what it feels like to be pre-adolescent. You're 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Your body is changing. You have worries about friendships and family dynamics, right? The movie did an excellent job highlighting all of that. And we laughed. A lot of people in the audience were moms with their daughters. There's some dads in there as well. Okay. So we laughed as a crowd. We cried. At the end we cheered. It was a feel good movie. It was okay. so good. It was so good. I and I remember Regina, when I was younger, I used to do the exercises. You know, you must, you must, you must increase your bust. Do you ever do that?
1: Uh no.
0: <laughs> okay. So you didn't read her book then, but no. in her book, the character
1: <laughs> does that. And I remember
0: doing that and I was disappointed that it did not work. Huh? My kids tell me that mom, it worked years later because I have big breasts now. So <laughs> it was a delayed, <laughs> a delayed reaction. But it was really good. They end up cooking me dinner. My oldest and my husband made me this stew and it takes four hours to make four hours. And it's it's delicious. All these spices. It's just really good. Different vegetables and all that kind of stuff. So I okay. had that we had a really good time. They made me cry. They gave me lots of wonderful gifts. So it turned out to be very mom centered. And I was catered and loved mm-hmm. and felt special. It was a good day. It
1: was a really yeah, good that, day. That's our day. <laughs> yes, it was our day.
0: And then the next day is back
1: to normal. <laughs> back got, to the regular schedule program. Yes, we have other things we have
0: to do. So that was my high. Spending time with my kids was my uh-huh. glow of the week. Watching the movie with them, yep. playing tennis, that was my glow. But today we wanted to talk a little bit about pop culture. So we wanted to touch base on entertainment. And we have, what, sports?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And what else? Entertainment, sports. Those are the two categories, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's dive into Jamie Foxx first. Jamie Foxx was on a set. I think it was April 12th. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: His daughter reported there was a medical complication. He experienced a medical complication. Yeah. To this day, we don't know what that was Mm -hmm. or is, right? So there's reports that he had a stroke or heart attack or Mm -hmm. aneurysm. Mm -hmm. But the family has been very guarded about sharing information. Yeah. Right. And then the other thing, too, is he was doing a movie. So then his double had to finish his scenes. Yeah. So two things. The question is, as far as the family being guarded, do you feel that's appropriate? Does the family owe the world an explanation as to what's going on with him medically?
1: I don't think they owe the world an explanation. It does not surprise me about everything being so secretive about Jamie because... That's how he That's is. his life. That's how he lives. That's his, life. that's his life. You're not gonna know who Jamie is dating. You really don't hear anything about the mother of his children. children. Pictures mm-hmm. he's very, very private. Private. Mm-hmm. Um so this doesn't surprise me, but I think I'm a little confused about is the medical complication, the word medical complication mm-hmm. versus medical emergency. I think that's what's throwing me off a little bit. I don't really know what medical complication is because to me, that would be a term if someone was in the hospital and they had surgery. And while they're in there, there was a medical complication, something went wrong. So I don't I don't really know what that means.
0: Yeah, they're saying the PR around it has been confusing. I think the terminology, what you're speaking to, is probably why. What's a medical complication? What does that mean? I think the media has done a poor job reporting what's going on with him. Mm -hmm. There's been reports that he's on his deathbed. Yeah. Prepare for the worst. A lot of celebrities are hashtag, we love Jamie. Yeah. So people are confused. Is this man, is he on the mend? Or is he on his deathbed?
1: Well, his daughter made a statement the other day saying that she was upset at how the media kind of twist things around. She was like, my dad has been out the hospital for a couple weeks and he was even playing pickleball today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's basically what she's saying is everything that you're hearing about family preparing for the worst isn't true because he's been out. Right, um, right. So... Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think we'll probably ever really know what happened. And I'm unless, okay with that. I'm okay with yeah, knowing the I, Yeah, and I do think celebrities they don't get much privacy. But like I said, Jamie has always been a very private person. I'm just happy to hear that he's out of the hospital. And if he's playing pickleball, then I mean, he's able to move around and everything. So that's yeah. a good sign. But will we ever know actually what happened? We may or may not. The The choice will be up to him.
0: Per report, he's at a rehab facility in Chicago. Okay. So he's getting some type of rehab. When I heard pickleball, I thought rehab facility mm. right away. Yeah. And I think it was reported on TMZ, which TMZ typically they have their facts. Correct.
1: Yeah, they do. They, they do. do.
0: I believe the daughter mentioned that he was at a rehab, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Who knows? We don't know what's going on with Jamie, yeah. but we do wish him well. I-, I think it's disrespectful for people to make up lies about people's yeah. health and people to expect information. Mm-hmm. It's his private business. So yep. whatever he decides to share, I think he's a wonderful actor. He's a great performer. Yeah, That's all he owes me. Whatever he puts out is what he owes me. Other than that, I'm just being nosy. So I don't... (laughs) You're not going to know my medical information. I don't care. Uh, Exactly. If if, if I get famous, if I choose not to tell you, that's my business. Yeah. So I think his inner circle, they're not saying anything. And I love that.
1: Yeah. Now I will say Jamie's inner circle, they are very loyal. Now, we know Nick Cannon has posted he's seen Jamie, but their brotherly bond is tight. You aren't Mm going to hear a word from Mm -mm. Nick Cannon about what he saw, his condition, whatever. So his circle is tight, which is very good to have in Hollywood because a lot of celebrities don't have that. So you just got to make sure your circle is tight. Loyalty. Loyalty is very important.
0: It's very important. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're famous or not famous.
1: Yep. Right. Yep. Okay, good.
0: Well, Jamie,
1: we're definitely rooting for you. Yes. Yeah. So,
0: entertainment news. I think Regina, you were talking about Nelly and Ashanti. You want to report on yes. that?
1: Yes. Oh my God! Now this, I am very excited for. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I've just been a fan of theirs for some years. I think Versus was last year. So Fat Joe and Arul and everybody was on there. So they had invited Ashanti to come. So And they also had asked Nelly. So reportedly, Nelly had asked, was she going to be there? So I don't think Ashanti knew that he was going to show up. But if you pull up the video on YouTube... When he saw her, he dashed across that stage so fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, he brought that old thing back. You could, you could just tell. So the chemistry the, is there. Oh, oh, that chemistry was there. So what was it about two weeks ago, Um, the fight, the big fight that was going on? Well, they actually came together. And on the video, you can see them holding hands and sitting beside each other. So I okay. said, oh, now. They had been performing before the fight. They had been performing on stage at concerts. He would perform. He would bring Ashanti out. Now, anybody that kind of knows their history from what she has said, they haven't seen or talked to each other in years. And it was kind of like unfinished business. I think their breakup was a lot of things didn't get resolved. So the fact that He brought her on stage to perform, led me to... So they've been talking, they're working some things out. Now, I am happy about this situation because everybody knows that she used to date Irv Gotti back in the day. And he did an interview. And to me, it was just very disgusting the way he talked about her, how he kept calling her out her name. Mm -hmm. And so when I watched that interview, I was just like, you're disgusting. And then when I heard, and then he mentioned during that interview how he found out about Nelly and Ashanti. So when I heard that, or seen first that they were performing together, I said, oh, this is good. Cause I like this because I wanted them to rub that all in his face (laughs) (laughs) because I just didn't like how he disrespected her. So then when I saw him at the fight together, I said, oh, I said, Oh, they back together. And they even performed in Vegas. And you can definitely tell the chemistry is hot. So He's
0: single, Ashanti's single. So all of this yep. is legit. They can yep. get it on and popping. It's good yep. stuff.
1: Okay. And it definitely looks like they are on and popping.
0: <laughs> I think Ashanti, sweetheart, a lot of people like her. She's a wonderful yeah. singer. She works out. A lot of women envy her physique.
1: Mm-hmm. But she takes very
0: good care of her physique. Yes. Nelly as well.
1: Oh yes, Nelly. I always said (laughs) Nelly because I'm a fan of Nelly. I always said Nelly is like when I see him, I was like, yeah, he been eating the meat and potatoes.
0: I see you (laughs) blushing, Regina. You are blushing over there. I see you. Okay, we're a fan.
1: (laughs) Yes, I've always been a fan of Nelly when he first came out. I mean, nice looking guy, but then he got more buff, and I said, oh. He been eating meat and potatoes, like all mm-hmm. right. I said she's yes. been eating mac and cheese and yams. Yes, so yes. I together, give, uh, that's a I nice give a combination. Shanti, uh, <laughs> prop. She looks good. She looks. She good. looks good. <laughs>
0: okay, so we have to keep an eye out on them.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm rooting for them. So, what what are your thoughts on people rekindling old relationships? I think it was with them. It was a lot of things that didn't get resolved. Yeah,
0: and that's my concern. Why did they break up, right? So you have to figure Uh out why did they break up and the problems that weren't resolved, can they be resolved?
1: Per what she has said during the interview, I think maturity came into play this time, they're older. And I think that they talked about what happened. I think it sounds like before they broke up, there was a lot of anger. And it was just unfinished business. But mm-hmm. I think now that they're older, each person can sit down and say, yeah, maybe I was at fault for this. I was at fault for this. I just think now that they're, they're older, they were able to have that conversation versus years ago when they were younger. I think it was just raw and there was a lot of anger and stuff mm-hmm. like that.
0: I think it's possible. I would recommend couples counseling for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even though they're not married, you don't have to be married to have counseling together. I think that would be helpful. I think that would be helpful for them just to iron out some things and have a third party there, somebody impartial,
1: yeah, help
0: with the communication. I know they're both famous and their schedules are probably chaotic, dealing with all the fans, the media, all of that. Maybe somebody who understands entertainment. Yeah. And how do you deal with all of that? Because they're in a the public eye and everyone has an opinion. Yep. People are watching. Everybody has an opinion about yep. how you should move and what you should do. And if you should get back together, have kids or not kids and all of that. Mm-hmm. I think that's challenging for them. I wish them well, but I definitely would recommend counseling for them.
1: I know she has a good circle. She's very tight with Fat Joe and mm, um, Ja Rule. Nice. They're mm-hmm. like brothers for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when they did the interview with her after Versus, they were kind of joking with her, like, I think he want that old thing back. And I, so I feel like they're in her corner that's with nice. this relationship because they are very, very tight. That's like their little sister. They're going to look out for her, so I think with them joking and laughing, they were kind of like rooting for this reunion. And most cause... people
0: want them back together. Yeah. So that's nice. Both very likable people. I yeah, wish them I luck. So. Yeah, I wish them luck.
1: Go, Ashanti and Nelly.
0: Yes. Okay. Can we talk about Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade? Sure. <laughs> I know that's your favorite. Gabrielle Union did an interview, and she said that she and her husband split everything 50-50. Uh-huh. He makes about, allegedly, about 170 million, or he's worth 170 million. Allegedly, she's worth 40 million. Correct. There's a discrepancy there, right? Uh-huh. But they split everything 50-50, uh-huh. which is fine, that's their business. But she did share that that causes some anxiety for her uh-huh. because she worries about financial security and she knows she has to work because she has to pay bills, uh-huh. right? So the question is, Is it okay to do 50-50 with your partner if your partner makes more money than you?
1: Yeah, I don't have a problem with the the 50-50 if that's their agreement. If you're married, it'd be like, okay, can you pay this bill? I pay this bill. So the 50-50 issue doesn't bother me at all. That's fine. They're a married couple. I think the thing that threw me off is that she was saying she had anxiety about, I guess, Not having enough money, and I'm just trying to figure out. I'm pretty sure your anxiety is not the same as the everyday person because, as you just stated, her husband is worth what a hundred what was it?
0: 170 170
1: million. She's worth what about 40
0: 40 million. Mm -hmm.
1: So, uh, I just find that a little hard to believe that you really have that type of anxiety because the everyday person i mean most of us will never make that so i don't know but their
0: bills are a lot so we're just going to be in the world of entertainment because yeah. we do not make 40 million yeah <laughs> or 170 even so
1: okay she's worth 40 million he's worth 170 uh okay if you don't work do you honestly think that you're going to lose everything if your husband is worth 170 million? Yeah, I think there's
0: a couple things going on. I'm okay with couples deciding how they want to divide income and how they want to pay bills and all that sort of thing. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I do think if if I am making 40 million, you're making 170, it doesn't have to be 50-50. It needs to be based on what you're making, right? Yeah. And I can just speak for my relationship. We always put all of our money in one pot. We always Uh shared our money. So it wasn't you pay the rent or mortgage and I pay for utilities. It was Uh never that. The money was combined and we paid what we needed to pay and Uh that's it. That doesn't work for everybody. Some people, I have friends, they're responsible for paying certain bills and their partners yeah. responsible for other things. And then sometimes we have conversations, they're stressed because they're like, oh, I don't have enough money to pay for my bill this month because their income may have changed or they're not making as much. Uh-huh. They get paid hourly. And I, I was always surprised by that because I'm thinking if you're a union, the money is one. Yeah, that's my true. framework. That's not everybody's framework. So I think for her, she's paying 50-50. He can pay 50-50. That works for him because he's making way more than uh-huh. she is. They have to pay for security thing. Yeah. You have to pay for your agent, your publisher, all of that. Yeah. So in addition to paying the light bill and electric bill and all, I think for her, it's probably more of a burden because she's not making as much as him.
1: So do you think it's because, I don't know, has she said it? That was their agreement that she felt like, well, we are married, but I know I, I'm not worth as much as he is, but I want to feel like we're equal. Yes. So do you think it might have been a, more so her saying, no, I want to do 50-50 because I yes. want to feel equal?
0: Allegedly, I did not hear the whole report, but she did mention something in that regard. She wanted to contribute and she mm-hmm. wanted to to do her part
1: okay so that so that decision is more so on her right because i'm thinking you need to reevaluate that because
0: you can contribute but it doesn't have to be 50 50. i think people think when you're in a relationship that 50 50 tit for tat that's not my mindset i don't operate in that regard i think she wanted to make sure that she had some say in the relationship and she never wanted to feel as though he was paying more and doing more and then that he could have more of a say.
1: Yeah. But it might. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of with you. It sounds like she made the decision because she wanted to feel equal. Mm-hmm. But that's the issue that she has, because like I said, they are married. You're a team. Right. So teen. if she knows that she's not worth as much as him, you might not contribute financially, but it might be other things in the relationship or the household that you do. You might be doing a lot with as far as the kids, making sure that they get to where they need to be as far as games or activities that they're in. You might be able to cook more. Maybe your schedule is not as busy as his, so you're going to make sure everybody has dinner. So I don't think it's just the financial part where you need to feel like it's 50-50 because right. the reality is you're worth 40, he's worth 170. So to me, it sounds like she has an issue with mm-hmm. I want to feel equal and it has to be 50-50. So to, it's more so of a, a personal issue with her that she needs to maybe ask herself that question, well, why do I feel that way? I mean, yeah, you're married. Exactly. You're a teen. Exactly. mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I agree. And I think a comment was made that she wanted to feel as though she had a say in a relationship mm-hmm. and that, yeah, there wasn't that power differential,
1: yeah. right? Because I don't think money, just because you're paying 50-50, money doesn't determine your say in a relationship. It does not. I, yeah. I, I'm yeah. not going to base that on what money I contribute. <laughs> right. So I think it's more so about having open communication and, I mean, the fact is, your husband is worth $170 million. If you did not get another acting job, what? to happen? It's going to fall if, apart?
0: If you're not able... Exactly what actors... The work takes a while sometimes to come yeah. in. Yeah. You may do a project and then not have another one for another two years. Yeah. Right? So if you don't have money coming in, then what? Yeah. Sometimes it's cash flow and other times it's dry. Yeah. So... What does that mean? You still have to pay 50 percent? Yeah. I don't know. I think she needs to reevaluate some things. If it's working for her, great. But it sounds like it's not because she says she's stressed and she has to work because she's worried about bills. Yeah. It's causing a lot of anxiety. It's time to reevaluate, renegotiate your plan with your partner, yes, which that, I think is always OK to do that yeah. in, a, in a marriage, in a relationship. We decide these are the things we're going to do. When it comes to chores or paying bills, if it's no longer working, it's time for another meeting. Let's talk yeah. this out and see what's what. There's something else going on there. I'm not quite sure.
1: because that's, that's what I feel. It's something else with her that has her in that, that mindset. I don't know. Is it like previous relationship? Maybe somebody told her, well, you aren't contributing enough and that's hanging over. I don't know. But it just sounds like the issue is with her. And some people
0: feel as though, some women feel as though, I don't want a man to support me. I want to be able to support myself and I want to be able to show up in this relationship, mm-hmm. right? This is not a free ride. You're a team. You're married.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> you, are, you are a, <laughs> a team. team. You are one. <laughs> right. I, I don't know.
0: Couples decide how they divide money in a relationship Yeah. and it can cause stress. I'm all for equity, equality, But conversation and communication, you have to make it make sense for your lifestyle. If I am not working and I can't contribute, then that means my husband has my back.
1: Yeah, Until I'm able to provide, you know, and vice
0: versa. So (laughs) if something were to happen to him and say he lost all his money and he's not able to contribute, what does that mean? Exactly. You would still be there for him. So I I don't know. I just feel like they need to reevaluate some things. She put it out there. So that's why we're discussing it. I
1: mean, that's where the for better or for worse comes in it. So, but if if it's to the point where it's causing you anxiety and stress, like you said, then it's time for you guys to have a conversation. And I'm just guessing, I don't feel like if she went to Dwayne Wade and said, hey, this is really stressing me out, the 50-50, like... It's a bit too much for me. It's we positive. need to redefine 50-50. Yeah. Because people,
0: I, I think, get rid of that notion, honestly. Because yeah. like you said, you can show up in different ways. Marriage, relationships, is not tit for tat.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not down the middle. Like, this bill was $100. I paid exactly 50. Is you paid 50. <laughs> no. No. Sometimes you pay more. Sometimes you pay less. Yeah. It all works out. It all balances out. If you have a honest comp- relationship.
1: Exactly. I don't know, to be continued. I-, I would like to hear his side of the story. Like what's his opinion? Is he saying, "Well, I've told her it's not a problem, and yet it's still a problem for her." So, it would be interesting to see to hear his side of the story. But yeah, just have open communication. That's all. But if something is causing you stress like that, I mean, that's going to linger onto the relationship Someone in other It's other a relationship
0: relationship. Yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. Well, good luck to them. Yeah, good luck to them. We're going to move on to sports, Regina. So I know you're a sports person and you were talking about some basketball player. What is his name? I don't remember the name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm horrible. Yes, we were talking about Ja Morant. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Ja Morant plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. So he is back in the news. Again, for showing a gun on social media. So for those people that haven't heard, the first time John Morant was caught on social media showing a gun, he was at a club after a game, and he was doing an Instagram Live, and he showed a gun. Of course, word got out. The Memphis Grizzlies saw it. The NBA saw it. So the Memphis Grizzlies had suspended him before the NBA took action. So then the NBA came with their suspension, but most of it had been served because the Grizzlies kind of jumped ahead and said they were suspending him beforehand. So supposedly he did an interview with Jalen Rose saying that he had time to reflect and think about what had happened and changes he wanted to make. And reportedly he was at a facility in Florida. I am not sure what kind of treatment you get in a week's time, because when the NBA came with their suspension, because he was already suspended, most of that time was already served. He was able to come back and play basketball the next week. And I thought to myself, I said, now, if you're at a facility in Florida, how are you coming back to play basketball And this is towards the end of the season. How is this going to work? Are you trying to convince me that you're going to be flying back and forth to Florida every week? Because it's getting towards the end of the season. This is about to be the semifinals. And if the goal was to make it to the finals, how is that working out? I don't know that anybody else think that. But at my age, I was kind of reading between the lines. I said... This is garbage. <laughs> I am not believing anything that he says because I don't care if it's grief. I don't care if it's depression. You got a problem with alcohol, drugs. You don't get treatment in a week's time and go back to what you were doing. Even with celebrities in a rehab, alcoholism, it's usually, at least like thirty-six. 90, it's usually ninety days. Ninety days. <laughs> I am going to give days. the minimum of thirty. Like, thirty, but usually it's
0: ninety. But a yeah. week, I don't know what you're doing in a week.
1: Nothing. That's, you never a went. that's a vacation.
0: That's a vacation.
1: That's my thought. You never went. Are you actually getting on TV trying to convince? Us that you did, maybe teenagers that are fans of him, maybe they oh wait, like, yeah, mom and dad, he made the statement. He went to Florida and got help. But us that are older, we're like, mm-mm, it don't work like that. That's
0: intensive, 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 intensive. therapy. Intensive,
1: <laughs> yes. For a week. Yeah. So now, this past weekend, the same thing has happened. He was a passenger in the vehicle. And I forgot the guy's name. I think it's a rapper. But he was in the vehicle with these other two guys, and they're on Instagram Live, and they're listening to music. And he picks up the gun and shows it. Now it seemed like the friend tried to put the phone down real quick, but it had already—it was already caught Don't on social media.
0: They, it was already yeah, they recorded he was this
1: live live so on when social he, media. Flash the gun up. You can see the phone kind of fall, or he put the phone down. John Moran. He's in his early twenties, and he is a grown man. But he also has, besides for these two situations, there are also situations that happened like last summer. A seventeen-year-old accused him of flashing a gun, beating him up. His mom was at the mall at a, uh, I think, finish line, if I remember correctly, she got to arguing with the employee. She calls her son, John Morant, to come. And when I heard that story, that's really the one that bothered me. Let me get this straight. I I have two boys. So when I heard the situation about his mom calling him up to the mall because she was arguing with this store employee, the first thing I thought is, why? Why would... I call my black son, African-American son, up to a mall in a hostile situation. I've been arguing with somebody. If I call my son, it's like, yeah, come to the mall. This guy's arguing me. He's doing this, My son's going to be mad. So he's coming into a situation already mad. So when they get to the store, of course, this employee feels threatened, locks himself in the storage room, and they're banging on the door. Reportedly, he's hey, come on out here. I'm going to do this to you. Do that. We all know the situation here in America about gun violence, especially with the African-American community. You go to the wrong door, somebody's shooting you dead. So to me, that situation with calling your African-American son to come to a mall, he's going to be upset because he's thinking somebody is messing with my mama. That could have turned out totally, totally wrong. You never know what could happen. So then I think they were told to leave. They get outside. The security guard feels threatened. He said that somebody pushed him in the face so again, another situation, another situation with the family, reportedly his sister was playing and someone was saying something. I don't know what they calling out her name or whatever. So the family was called, the family rose up there and reportedly somebody in the group took the person's phone and smashed it. All of these aren't good looks. John Morant is a very talented basketball player. A lot of people was like, yeah, he's going to be the new face, the new generation of the NBA. This man has a contract worth about 200 and some million dollars. Now, he did lose 30 some million because of this incident. He didn't make all NBA team. I think Powerade dropped him and someone else dropped the ad. But he also has a big deal with Nike. I am really trying to figure out why someone that has so much potential and has made the money that he has at 20 some years old, why he is so fascinated with wanting to appear to be a thug. I can't figure it out. And I told my son... I said, I'm not surprised that this has happened again because, as I told you, it wasn't dealt with in the first place.
0: Yeah. It sounds like it wasn't handled.
1: Yeah, it it just wasn't handled. It was a slap on the wrist. And who fell for that? You went to a facility for a week and everything is good now. You went right back to playing basketball. His dad shows up at the game with a t shirt with his face on it. And I think it said redemption, if I remember correct. Redemption from what? Like, what, what message are you trying to send? I'm confused. So I don't know if anybody in his circle really sat down and talked with him and said, look, you made this mistake. It wasn't good. You got to change some things. You got to change your circle or whatever, because I also failed to uh, mention that there was also an incident with one of Josh's friends, with the opposing team that they had just played, where there was a red laser pointed at the at the bus. And that was reported. So his friend is not able to come to that facility for a year.
0: So where, where is it going now? What is happening to him? Right this... Now,
1: the Memphis Grizzlies have suspended him from all team activities and the NBA is investigating. So there are different opinions on what should happen. So his when
0: career is in jeopardy right now.
1: Yes. Possibly or not. Yeah, a-, a lengthy suspension, mm-hmm. I think, is gonna happen this time. I don't know what it's gonna take to get through to him. And do you really do you really understand what you have? I'm a skipping Shannon fan, so I watched that show Undisputed faithfully. And one of the things Shannon pointed out, which I totally agree with, was if you go. To the hood and act you know, one of the guys in the gang, you walked up to him and said, Hey man, I'm gonna give you 200 million million. All I need you to do is put that put that piece down. Shannon was like, You think they're gonna think twice? they be like, That's all I gotta do? You're gonna give me 200 million oh Oh, yeah, I'm gonna leave this behind. So why is it that he has it and you are trying so hard to make it appear that you're so gangster?
0: Young people, I think, sometimes in the industry have a hard time navigating the two worlds, right? Mm-hmm. So They have this fame and success, and then they have friends who are part of their old neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? And you can't bring everybody with you, but That's you true. straddle those two worlds. You straddle it, right? Yeah. So part of you in one world and the other parts in the other world. And, and it's confusing because a lot of who he is is part of that old world
1: hmm.
0: Right. That's but his poor, his friends, thing, Raquel, everything. He,
1: he was middle class. So
0: I I don't really know where well, his fr- is. I don't know about his friends. Who were his friends that he hang out? That's you could be true. middle class. Who are your friends? You're hanging out your peer group. Who do you relate to? That's right. True. So when sometimes when people become famous, it's hard for them. I don't want people to think that I've changed. I'm still the same person. Uh-huh. You're not. You, yeah. Your status has changed. Right. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can't bring everybody with you. So you have to leave people that lifestyle behind, but people have that guilt. I forget what they call it, but there's this guilt when you become famous Uh because you have to leave people behind and people say you're not who you used to be. Uh Right. And that messes with your head. So I don't know if that's going on with him where he's trying to live both worlds and combine them. And, but you can't, if people have guns And they're doing illegal activity or I'm not saying whatever activity they're doing. Yeah. If it's not going to support your brand or support you moving forward, then you may have to leave that behind. You may have to leave those people behind.
1: And that's a loss, but you have to do it.
0: Yeah. And I think he has to mourn his old life. You have to mourn his old life because you're not the same person anymore.
1: No. I mean, your status has changed. He's a brand. And he's a a brand. brand. Yeah.
0: You have to accept your new reality. Yeah, You have to accept that. I don't think he's done that because he's 20. He still wants to hang out with his friends and have fun. And Mm -hmm. there's things at stake here. You have a team you have to worry about, a brand. You have sponsorships, whatever. Lots of money involved. Lots of money because that Nike deal
1: is is huge. I mean, so right now you're looking at he's already lost like 50 some million dollars. I don't know that's, what a, lot that's don't a lot of money I don't know what it's gonna take <laughs> for you to realize you are sitting on a gold mine you does he are... have any
0: mentors in the NBA that he can connect with and they can show him the ropes and help him
1: out N- not that, that I, not that I know of I know one of his teammates I think Stephen Adams on the Grizzlies. I think he had a conversation before this incident, just in general to the team. Like, we need to be better. We need to put our put ourselves out there. The image needs to be better. So that was somebody that's a little bit older, trying to say, "Look, we we got to clean everything up." I don't know if it's getting through to him. I His mean, inner would- circle, you need somebody to say no to you. Yeah, these
0: people have all these yes people. Yeah, no, somebody say no. Talk about redemption. No accountability.
1: There you go. That's the accountability. word accountability.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: I don't understand why everything has to be recorded. Shannon pointed point. out, yeah, I got my boys. They don't need to post that they're with me for validation. Your exactly. fans is like, oh, I got a show on social media that I got jaw in the car. Again. If you were riding in the vehicle with the gun, which I don't think is a good thing because so many things can happen, but then it's posted on social media. So guess who stands the most to lose? To lose. You
0: do. Why are you riding around the car with a gun? Yeah. Why? Knowing that you've already had issues with guns and got suspended because of a gun.
1: Because there needs to be a rule. I'm not saying that he should have be in the vicinity with the gun. I'm not saying that. I think he should not. Let's say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be understood when you go out. Look, don't nobody have that phone on. We just, we just riding, we having a good time. Ain't nobody record nothing. That should be understood when right. you get in the car, when you go in the club, that your friends are not trying to record you after... think He needs Jamie Foxx needs to talk. There you to this team
0: because <laughs> I, Jamie Foxx is not worried about anybody recording no. anything. Nick nope. Cannon, all of them, they they have an ironclad team. And I'm sure when they get together, they cut up. Yeah, But that's for them. That's, that's for not them. for the world to see. I don't yep. need to see any of that. That's your yeah. personal business, right? Yep. But when you come to work, which the NBA, playing basketball is your job. When you come yeah. to work, you leave all that behind. That should not bleed into your profession. And that's what's happening. I don't know him. I'm not familiar with him. Mm -hmm. I would say that he probably needs a team that is able to say no and set some boundaries and say, moving forward, this is what we're doing.
1: You almost need an image consultant. Usually, like, when the season's over, you know, most players, whether it's football, basketball, everybody goes to the island They go on vacation. You know, it, the mm-hmm. season didn't go the way you wanted. I need to clear my mind a little bit. Then I'm going to come back to my grind. Why the hell aren't you on a freaking island? island. Go to Why island. are you standing <laughs> on top of a truck? dancing throwing up size and you ride in the in the truck with this guy i don't understand it's
0: a a maturity thing too i think it's a maturity thing there's so many factors i I don't know this man but it seems like there's so much going on all that talent you don't want it wasted on what you don't
1: want to waste five
0: years from now and you have no money
1: yeah and
0: your career is no more than what you got to think about the future I don't know what's going to get through to him.
1: I don't. Know. I hope something, like I said, it's not my team. I do think he's very talented and he is that wow factor. I know that's why people go to see him because he's that wow factor. He's that exciting player. He's going to give you those crazy dunks. He's going to give you that energy. But I really hope that something gets through to him To make him change, because I don't know what the fascination with the guns. You are not about that life. It was even a guy that did an interview that I guess he used to be in a gang or whatever. And he was just saying, come talk to me. Not in a bad way. He was like, I ain't got no beef with you. He was like, but you ain't about this life. You 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 don't want to be. You don't know about this life. It's serious.
0: I don't know how to reach him. I I wish him luck.
1: I do. I wish him the best. I do think the suspension, a lengthy one, I think is necessary. I think I would probably say for the entire season next year, just because I know football players, if they get caught gambling or something like, it's been players that have been out for their season. So this is a gun. And the NBA, they do campaigns against gun violence. So it's not a good look that this has happened two months later. So people are going to be expecting the NBA to take this seriously. What do y'all? And not everybody theory? can
0: handle. Not everybody can handle fame. They they can't handle having all the money, the fame, the responsibility. It gets to a lot of people, and they they act out.
1: But I, so I agree don't know with if you, that's you gotta have again. you gotta have people around you, whether you're a celebrity or not, you have to have those true friends that say no, and those true friends that will look out for you.
0: And they're not afraid of being canceled because yeah. those other people, they're just holding on. And then they're using your resources and your name and your money, and then you end up with nothing. So, well, let's talk about someone else in the sports industry. We're gonna talk about DeMar Hamlin. As you recall, yeah. he was a young man who was 24 at the time. He was playing Monday night football and he went into cardiac arrest. Yeah. on the field, right? Yeah. And it had all fair. this debate, very scary. He's made a full recovery. Awesome. I believe a couple of weeks ago, he was given clearance to play football again. Yeah, They was. did lots of tests and everything. So Damar had a condition called commodio cortis. It's an extremely rare condition that can occur when a hard object, such as a baseball or a lacrosse ball, hits the chest directly over the heart at a specific time. And it disrupts the normal heart rhythm leading to cardiac arrest. So right when Demar was hit, Mm -hmm. it was at the same time when the heart beat and it disrupted the rhythm.
1: Mm. It's
0: very rare, but it happens a lot with young athletes. I think between the age of 8 to 18, if I'm not mistaken. So he's been able to make a full recovery. And I think people resonated with him because of his, his affect. He seemed like a very... Um, well-intentioned young man, yeah. very nice. He was about the community and wanted to help out. He had a toy drive that raised millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. So he just won the 2023 George Hollis Award for overcoming adversity. And this is what he says. And tell me what you think about his comments. Quote, my heart is still in the game. I love the game. It is something I want to prove to myself, not nobody else. I just want to show people that fear is a choice. And he goes on to say that you might feel anxious, you might feel some type of way, but you just keep putting that right foot in front of the left one and you keep going. I want to stand for that. Uh-huh. He's choosing to not allow fear to get in the way of him returning. But if he returns, you want it to be his choice. Uh-huh. What do you think about him returning to, to play football? Considering he went into cardiac arrest in front of him, the whole world.
1: Uh I commend him for what he said and what he said is true. If he chooses to come back, it's for himself. And probably most of us are thinking like, oh my gosh, you almost got taken out by this incident. So you should never play football again. But like you said, it's just one of those rare things that happened. Doesn't happen often, but it just was unfortunate that That hit happened at that moment and he went into cardiac arrest. But like he said, how will you know what you can do if you don't go back out there and do it again? And that's where I think a person's faith comes in. And it sounds like he has a lot of faith. Yeah, it sounds like Yeah. And I'm sure that he is going to take the necessary precautions like extra more so than... Even the protective gear that they wear, he might put on something extra just for, you know, extra protection. I think that he'll do that. But if he chooses to come back, if that's what he feels that he needs to do for himself, then I'm all for it. Now, I can probably say as a mom that his mom and dad are probably going to be very nervous. But it is his decision. And you just got to pray over him and pray for the best and rely, you know, and rely on faith. But
0: And the good medical care, the fact that yeah, he had those people, he got cleared. that team, well, that team he had on the field that day uh-huh. saved his
1: life. Oh, they were phenomenal.
0: Because without proper treatment, then he would have succumbed. He yeah. would have died. He would have died. Yeah, they um, definitely
1: saved his life.
0: Kudos to the team that was there, the medical staff on board. The whole thing about fear I think acknowledging that you have fear, because I think fear is okay. Sometimes people yeah. say, oh, we shouldn't be fearful. No, fear, it's okay to be fearful.
1: Yeah, we're human.
0: You're, you're human. You want to acknowledge the fear, but you want to respect it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you want to do something about it, right? So I think those are the things that he's talking about. Yes, he's fearful, yeah. but he's, he's going to make sure that he's going to protect himself. Yeah. And then for him, it's probably important that he gets back out in the field. I don't know if he's going to, I don't know how much he's going to play, mm-hmm. but it reminds me of someone who loves the water and sports. People and it, it, there's a shark attack. Yeah, and then they decide, am I going to get back in the water? My behind is saying, I'm never going back in the water again <laughs> if a shark attacks me. <laughs> that's not. That's not happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not but how. most of them do. They always go But back. they
0: love the water and they respect the water. So you have to respect it. So I think Damar, I think he respects the sport.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's acknowledging that he has fear. But he's yep. going to face it. I do wish him luck. And I think his faith is going to override the fear. We're definitely rooting for him. We wanted to end on a positive note. I did want to mention that uh, Serena Williams is pregnant. Did you hear yes. the news that she's yes. with child? So she's awesome. going to have another... Wonder of joy. Any guesses to what she's having?
1: Gonna guess this time that it is. I think she's gonna have another girl.
0: Another girl? Okay. Another girl. Another girl. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Her daughter, Olympia, seems like a wonderful young girl. Have you seen that little girl's? Have you seen her legs?
1: No, I haven't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Regina. She has muscles.
1: Oh really? Single <laughs> <laughs> okay, has muscles. I need to go steal something from her. She has muscles.
0: I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I don't know if she's gonna follow in her mom's footsteps and I I don't think her mom cares. She just wants her to be happy. Most yeah. moms, that's what we want, we want our kids to be happy. But good luck with your pregnancy. That means yeah.
1: you've really been enjoying retirement.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. So anyway, anything else we wanna on the agenda? We've talked about a little pop culture, talked mm-hmm. about some people.
1: This is a little promotion for our next episode that we're going to be doing. We are going to be reviewing Queen Charlotte. Mm -hmm. For those that have not seen Shonda Rhimes' new installment into the Bridgerton series, this is like a spinoff. So this gives you a background on the Queen. And it is phenomenal. So our next segment, we're going to actually review it. We're going to break down the scenes. We're going to talk about we're going to do a deep dive. We're going to do a deep, <laughs> deep dive, dive. Queen Charlotte <laughs> because it is, I have watched it. I'm not going to lie to you. I have watched it so many times. <laughs> I'm addicted to it because the love story is absolutely amazing. I love it. Love it. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. You that know. should be a lot of fun. It's be a lot of fun. And don't forget to check out. Are you there? God, it's me, Margaret.
1: Wonderful, yes. wonderful my story. My next mental health day. That's on my list.
0: Yes. P- be prepared to laugh and cry and reminisce about when you were 11, 12 year old
1: <laughs> way, Oof. way back when. <laughs> my goodness. That's a long, long time ago.
0: <laughs> Judy Bloom needs it. You know, we must we must Uh we must increase our bust (laughs) i want one to decrease the bust so she needs to come out with a chant for that because there's a lot going on so we need to figure out how do we decrease the bust naturally i guess
1: gotcha gotcha so
0: judy bloom if you're listening that's what we're looking for
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) work on it
0: work on it but no it's been real we want to thank our listeners we are very pleased you have been tuning in Feel free to email us. You want to give them our email address, Regina?
1: Yes, it is. Let me get the, because I'm going to spell it out for you guys. I don't want to mess up anything. It is the R&R experience one at gmail.com. So it's actually R&R experience the number one, at gmail.com.
0: Yes. And if you have any questions or concerns or topics you want us to discuss, drop us an email
1: yeah let us know what you what you want to hear next
0: thank you for joining us we really
1: appreciate it
0: and thank uh, you. have a wonderful day be kind
1: bye-bye